I'm a cheddar boy, baby. That's for sure. Me and my homies coming through with dough. I'm a cheddar boy, baby. That's for sure. Me and my homies coming through the dough. I'm a cheddar boy, baby. I'm a cheddar boy, baby. I'm a cheddar boy, baby. That's for sure. I'm a cheddar boy, baby. I'm a cheddar boy, baby. I'm a cheddar boy, baby. That's for sure. Yeah, girl. Detroit rap for you girls. Hey. Oh, wow. Thank you for that gift, honey. It's a Detroit rap. I didn't know Detroit had Early a 2000s scene. Detroit rap. Oh, yeah. Well, Eminem is from Detroit. And Big I Sean is from Detroit. And, you oh, know. shit. I didn't know. Yeah. Okay, let me take that back. Yeah, Peyton he's from Detroit. Seven Mile. He's a Seven Mile girl. And, Where is uh, Seven Mile in Detroit? Well, Seven Mile runs like through it's like on the northern side of detroit and it runs through the east and west side of detroit so is that where the ghetto white people live the ghetto white people well no that no eight mile like where remember eminem's uh movie is called eight mile yeah because a lot of the ghetto people really live like outside of the city limits across eight mile and eight mile is eight mile is the dividing line between detroit and the suburbs and a, and a lot of the hood and like PWT white people, they live like across eight mile in Macomb mm. County, but not technically in city limits. Now, M- now Eminem lived in city limits and then he also moved to like Macomb County too. Hmm. So, but he grew up in city limits for the most part hmm. in Detroit. The more you know. But so let girl, me tell Yeah. Yeah. What, what inspired this song? Yeah. Yeah, girl. Well, so what inspired the song, um, is that, um oh girl well i guess you want to do the you want to do our little intro you know you want to introduce us and then i'll tell you why we, we did this girl i host a show how i host a show bitch okay okay the okay. Song. <laughs> okay so why i chose that song is because my cousin black um was a producer on that song from the <laughs> wait early is your 2000s. cousin name is your cousin name black no, or you say your cousin that is his nickname black. that's his nickname <laughs> is black <laughs> okay I'm not, you uh-huh. know, we don't use governments on here anyway, but that's literally his nickname. Got that's it. what Got it. he's known all throughout the city. And he, um, he was one of the producers and the founders of the Eastside Cheddar Boys or one of the, yeah, he was like, he did, a, he did a lot of things for them. And cool. so, but what made me think about him now, girl, is because, you know, I live in a swing state. I live in Michigan, Detroit represent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the girls like us in Detroit here, especially the black people in the city and stuff, we get a lot of texts and calls from the Detroit, the Democratic National Committee, um, from the ACLU, from Black Lives Matter. They just blowing our phones up. Vote, 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 vote. Have you turned in your Come ballot? On, swing vote. state. Yeah, girl. Because I was, I was surprised you and I were talking right before recording and you were saying you don't get those those mm-hmm. messages but you Not know in miss california she's like we know y'all going blue Don't yeah yeah but in michigan we definitely like probably in philly they get them in detroit mm. in wisconsin milwaukee they probably get them maybe in miami because florida they get them in jacksonville mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah. anyway i got one from the aclu and it was like okay so are you oh, thanks for already voting they'd already looked up my voting information so Ooh. They, the ACLU girls. So they knew I'd vote. And they were like, okay, so have you, are you committing to tell three friends to vote? And I texted them back and I was like, yeah, actually, I'm going to tell three of my relatives to vote because I looked up their voting information and I saw three of my relatives. Most of my relatives had voted already, but three of them hadn't voted yet in particular. Oh. So I was going to, you know, reaching out to someone you know is more effective than these randoms calling and texting us. Mm. Like if I reach out to my aunt and my cousins, you know, it's more effective than reaching out you know a random a random white person especially Mm -hmm. reaching out Mm -hmm. right from the aclu Mm -hmm. so you know so they said okay well cool well give us the three give us three nicknames from the people you're reaching out to so i'm like (laughs) damn 
Okay. And why legit, did they need that? They want it because they wanted to prime me. They said it'll help you remember to reach out to them if you give us three nicknames. Nigga, mind your business. I might make me a little notes app. I don't need some reminder from you. Sorry, so I gave them the three nicknames of the people I was reaching out to. Okay. So the re- so reason I sang one of Black's like songs that he produced um, <laughs> is because Black. Although I should reach out to Black too. I haven't looked up his voter registration, but he lives between uh-huh. so many. He lives between so many houses. I don't even know what an address to look up. Okay. But I am reaching out to Black. Black sister cupcake um, uh-huh. cupcake i called cupcake to see why didn't she voted yet she said she was going to wait till election day so i'm gonna call cupcake back on election day that's black sister and make sure uh-huh. she voted and then i i called cool pop today cool pop uh-huh. is my uncle and also cupcake and black's uncle too and i called cool pop today i called him to see hey because i had checked his voter registration like voter registration last week and he mm-hmm. said he hadn't voted yet in michigan and i said cool pop why hadn't you voted yet and he said, oh, no, I actually voted. I actually voted uh, on Friday. I guess it just hadn't up. You might you might have checked before that. I actually went in and voted mm. on Friday. And I made him tell me the address and everywhere where he voted. Oh, bitch. Yeah. And cool. wanna, I'm going to verify that shit. <laughs> yeah. So cool. And cool pop. Cool pop is in the in the union and stuff. So cool pop, you know, he knows to vote. They they, they tell the, the union niggas to vote all the time. Uh huh. Um, so, but Cool Pop was giving me the gossip and the tea because it was Cool Pop's son's birthday today, and I was like, "Oh, where's your son?" You know, I w- and he's like, "Oh, he's locked up. He's locked up right now." <gasps> anyway, that was some tea that came out, and then I got a call, Nene. <laughs> um, Nene, I hadn't talked to Nene yet, but Nene, Nene is Cupcake and Black's mom. So I'm gonna call. Uh-huh. But Nene is I don't I think Nene also owns so many houses in Detroit. I don't know which one she's registered at. So I just got to call her and see, did you vote, girl? Did you vote? Because um, Nene might be registered somewhere other than where I was looking her up at. Because Nene, Nene do have, uh, she has a lot of houses, girl. Uh, so, uh-huh. But yeah, Cool Pop, Cupcake, and Nene. I got all three uh-huh. of them. Those are my three. And then I might add Black in there. I'm going to check in with Black to see where he <laughs> voted at. Okay. Uh, I didn't know um, the reason behind the song was all of this. T.R. with an intro of the show. <laughs> <laughs> but you know how niggas be but, having uh, nicknames and stuff especially in detroit because like nene was nene used to go with peanut and peanut and me were really close too back in the day uh, okay we're not doing this okay. uh welcome back to <laughs> okay. to save queens one of the few places in the pause fair where you can have a hear a conversation about politics dick and the fight for the soul of our democracy I'm your host, Miss Malachi, and I'm joined by Miss <laughs> Deborah Rowe. I ain't got nothing for you this week. Uh, Miss, I will call all your relatives and ask them twice, Miss Deborah Rowe. How are you, sis? Doing great. Doing great. I got to call Pookie and Ray Ray, too. <laughs> Um, not, and baby not day pookie. no i don't i don't have a po- oh, i don't have yeah. a pookie and a ray ray i have a snoopy no pookie yeah i've, I've known pookies you have a po- oh, okay i don't have a pookie i don't no. have a pookie, i have a I've ray ray pookies. ray ray is oh, not really everybody got a ray 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 is not really my relative but it's like a relative of a relative mm-hmm. but i there's a ray ray there's a baby day mm-hmm. like i told you there's peanut and there and peanuts peanut's son is peanut butter mm-hmm. so all of them, you know, black yeah. cupcake, cool pop, nene, peanut, yeah. peanut butter. I gotta we're reach moving out. along. We're yeah. moving along. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, we're here. We're in it. The final runway, <laughs> aka the final stretch of election 2020, our democracy, maybe our world, depending on how shit goes. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. We're what? Seven? How many days? Be- six days out by the time the girls six are listening out. to this. Six, six days, days out, out, girl. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, listening to you, I'm now I'm thinking like, 
man, maybe there's a couple people I should be checking. I just feel like, but maybe I shouldn't assume. I just think most people I know are just about that life. Like, um, Girl, sorry, call, I won't the, tell. call that family you have here in Detroit. Call them because that's yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, call all but, the Philly um, girls. Some of the, some of them, all I don't, Philly girls. I don't have their numbers, but, oh. but um, but I should ask. You know, I'll ask my um cousin. I'll check with him. I'll check with him. Good, good. Um, Philly, Detroit. Focus on those two. Yeah, cities. you're right. Philly and you're Detroit. Right. Philly and Detroit. Because uh, I did check with my sister to see if her and her man are doing their thing. Um, and she was like back and forth because. A part of it was like, you know, I'll just mail it in because I don't want to deal with, you know, Philly's on fire right now. I'll get to that at the end of, toward the end of the show. Uh, but she was talking about how um, she might just get it out of the way because election day might be wild because things are already wild. Right. But then right, right. Uh, one of my friends, but part of her was also like, maybe I should do it on election day because we already know they've been trying to send ballot watchers, the Republicans, they've been trying all sides of shenanigans. So she want to make sure that vote counts. Um but my mom and her friend, they, I, you know, I would have loved it for them not to have been out like that. But they were like, her friend's like 90 years old. And I felt like she like, I'm a vote because I want to fucking vote and I want to do it in person. They went, they waited two hours. Wow. They didn't have no, they didn't, <laughs> I think she didn't think about it. They didn't have, well, first they, it looked like the time had been advertised wrong. Again, they really trying to steal our votes out here. Um, So they got there almost like an hour before they needed to be. But thankfully, some people who were waiting, they gave them chairs to sit on um, and they just stroke up a conversation. And she said it was a good energy out there. But yeah, they waited two hours and they voted. But yeah, it took them two hours, which is that's a shame so for those old ladies. So it should ridiculous. not take those old like my ladies mom is all that time um, to, what, 65, 60. Yeah, she's a senior. Your mom's technically yeah. a senior mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's getting that. Um, She's getting that. Um, Yeah, she's semi-retired right now. So. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I, so I, speaking of just feeling this inspiration, I was like, bitch, you're not going to wait till last minute and do your shit. So yesterday, cause I was like, I'm going to have it done by the time that we air the next show. That's what I told myself. Cause you know, I'm a procrastinator girl. You know me a long time. Yeah. 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 Um, so I did it. Yeah. I just spent some time and just like sat down and just was like, started going through my ballot. Cause I, I had a mail-in ballot cause that's what California, California based sent everyone a mail-in ballot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I sat down and I, I looked up. I do so. I like to do it a couple. Of course, you know I'm a progressive. I'm a left girl, so of yeah, course yeah, I'm like, yeah. let me find that progressive voter guy because I don't trust those moderate news sources. Mm-hmm. I found something called Knock LA, um, which also is like kind of thinking about who's anti-black, who's progressive, who's you know for LGBT rights and those types of things, and does like good comparisons. Even thinks about the type of advertising that is going out, and then because I felt like you know you gotta you gotta I try to be balanced, but you know I'm not gonna go full. Right, but I'm like, let me look at LA Times. Not that she's like in any way the most like moderate thing, but she has different perspectives. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and you know, she actually had different, um, I you know, recommendations about certain things, and at least she kind of tells you it. Um, and more times than not, her recommendations are generally like, oh, this person has been doing this for decades. For me, I think if they've been doing that role for decades, get them out of there, they've been there too long. Um, but you know, she's more about stability, which is fair. She's LA's, you know, stable paper. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's not trying to burn it down like you are. You know, she's yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, she's not. Yeah, not but, Miss LA uh, Times. Yeah, no, not Miss but, not Miss uh, LA Times. Yeah, I just wanted to recommend because I know that it's a lot. We're all just <laughs> some of us are busy, but even if you're not busy, it's just a lot to try and dig through. Like, um, I'll mention one of the propositions that, like, on his face um seems like oh obviously i should vote for this and if you dig a little deeper it's even if you read the proposition in the ballot you're like why on earth would i vote for this but the way those advertising looks you would think you would support it so i'll mention that in my um 
at the thoughts and prayers well, proposition I'm talking about. But girl, let's get into um you've been doing your own work um because I'll also talk about other things I've been do- doing. You've been canvassing. I've been more about a donation girl. I've been dropping that money to all those Democratic Senate races. I'm like flip this goddamn Senate. But you've been out there in the streets. Tell me about that, sis. Yeah, girl. Well, no, I definitely have been donating too. But I've been donating for no, like yeah, months. Yeah, I'm not saying you haven't. Yeah, but I, I but, but so what donated. happened? Okay, so so I was scheduled to go canvassing this past Sunday. I you know I work almost seven days, at least six days a week. And just in case, I, what does it mean for the girls to go canvassing? Yeah, going canvassing means literally going door to door to girls' houses, knocking on the door and say, hey, have you voted yet? Are you hey, voting? Bitch. You voting? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or have you, vo- you voting for Biden, girl? What are you doing? Like, oh, like, yeah. okay, like that type of tea. Cool. So, you know, and the Biden campaign, the Trump campaign has been doing it for like couple months the biden campaign held off because of the pandemic but now they have a whole safety thing where you know i have to have my mask on i have to leave the literature at the door and knock on the door and then step six steps back and that's oh. what we're supposed to do for canvassing okay. for biden yeah that they must I, really have some stuff in place girl because you're not you not a risk your life kind yeah of thing. i'm were, not i'm not that you, type. even when the protests were at the height you were in those drive-through protests, yeah, yeah so. i did driving protests yeah i did yeah. yeah i didn't get on on my feet no i didn't um <laughs> not not next to the girls like that, being all in the girls' faces. I didn't do all that. But, but yeah, but so what happened was so I was scheduled to, to not protest, but scheduled to canvas at 1 p.m. And then um, I signed up maybe on like Wednesday or Thursday. I get a call on Saturday from um, a friend of mine who's working, like who actually works for the DNC, the campaign. He said, oh, your canvassing pickup location has actually changed and you're going to be canvassing you're going to start off your canvas from a location and kamala harris is going to fly into town and kick off your canvas yes yes girl. Yes. yes 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 what it's, we saying is miss Devereaux knows miss kamala they are best good dudes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. not even but yeah but so lo and behold so like us this group of canvassers we get a special like we they social distance us in a parking lot we wait in line we go through we get wand by secret service and we go to this event, and lo and behold, my mom also got invited to this event because she's like, yes, you know, yes, Detroit elite T, come yeah, on, sis, yeah. keep on going. But she got invited on that, like, on that donor <laughs> VIP tip, you know. Whereas yeah. I'm just like a canvasser type girl, slapping around. Yeah, yeah, but, <laughs> but important work, important slapping. Yeah. But my mom got invited to the event as like a VIP Democratic DNC donor type girl. And uh, we were both there, and we saw the governor of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer. We saw, Mm -hmm. she spoke, our lieutenant governor, who we are family friends with, the black man in his 30s, uh, Lieutenant Mm -hmm. Governor Garland Gilchrist here in Michigan. He spoke to... Uh, he's a close family friend of ours. And um, <laughs> and then Miss Kamala Harris. And she kicked off and she did a cute, cute little speech. I got a little selfie with her in the background. She's cute. social distanced cute. from the girls, but we were still able to get <laughs> selfies from a distance. Still um, in the photo. And Miss Simone Sanders was there uh, too. My mom is kind of friendly with her too. So that was cute. And then it was like, it was all around. It was just really cute. And then I went out. So I went, they gave me a list of um addresses and it was deep west in the hood okay and i live like more okay. like i live more in the center of town like downtown uh-huh. type t right so uh-huh. i was like okay can you give me something that's a little closer to my house like i'm canvassing by myself because i'm trying to social distance from the girls usually in the past like in past campaigns where i've canvassed you have two people and like i'm the only one this time i don't want to be deep in the hood in 48219 um and <laughs> that zip code, zip code i mean <laughs> 
part of yeah, a lot of four eight two one nine is the hood. Some is nice area, but a lot of it is the hood. I didn't want to be in four eight two one nine by myself campusing. So I said, "Can you give me a new list of addresses?" So they gave me a list that was like downtown adjacent, like kind of close to my house. Okay. And so I start going to this list, and it's all multifamily dwellings. It's all apartment buildings that I can't even get into. That I can't even get into. Oh. Bitch, it's, oh, why it's, can you not get into them? Because like these are all like apartment buildings oh, where like you have to be gated? buzzed in or gated uh, or like girl, I was only better able- jump that fence. Jump that fence for Biden, girl. It's not <laughs> it wasn't even about jumping the fence. It's like the door would be like locked and unless I waited for a girl to come in and out. And then I really didn't want to do multifamily because you're like face to face, you're too close in an enclosed space with the girls. Like so, so re- it's a twist that you didn't canvas. <laughs> so I technically did because I oh. like I marked all of the things on their little on the little app like uh-huh. un- unaccessible, inaccessible, inaccessible, inaccessible. Uh-huh. I tried. There was a couple I tried where I could like where I could like buzz them to see if they were home. And of course, you're not really running into people like as they're passing through because most people aren't really going outside especially it's probably cold at this time of the year it's right? like it was in Are the mid 40s so it's kind of oh, cold oh for, that's cold for me since. for it you was 60 yeah. last night i had my blank my heated blanket out that's not that cold for detroit it's cold but not hey, that I cold know. got it so but i so what i'm gonna do i am gonna go back canvassing again because i literally only was able to leave literature at like the front of some of these buildings but what mm. I'm going to do next Sunday is instead I am going to get a list. Even if I have to go in the hood, I'm going to get single family homes so I can actually get to a door and talk to some people um, on, you know, two days before Election Day, the Sunday before, just making sure mm. the girls actually at that point, they got to basically either vote early on that Monday in mm. person or go in in person on Tuesday mm-hmm. on Election Day. But, yeah, I'm going to go back next weekend. I sure am. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I got to see Miss Kamala, so even though I didn't do shit, <laughs> That's, which is more important, I didn't do shit, but <laughs> I got to see you know you VP. got that socially distant selfie exactly, exactly, love it. <laughs> well, girl, let's get into it because mm-hmm. it's busy, busy. We are into it, honey. Um, so real quick, I just felt like because our last show was before the final debate happened, uh, which uh was uh. Um, I don't remember what university it was at. What's, I feel like it was Wisconsin University. It was. Wasn't it, in, it was in Nash. It was in Nashville. I don't oh, know. It was in where, Nashville. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it wasn't Vanderbilt but, though. It was some other university in Nashville. So we really don't have much to say about it. I got some two snaps for it, but I'll say that for the two snaps segment. Uh, but it happened. Um, I didn't think I was gonna watch it. I ended up almost watching the whole thing. No surprises. Nothing. Um, I don't know. I think by I think. I think the biggest surprise was seeing Miss DJT kind of being a bit mod. I don't know, more subdued, more subdued. subdued, Yeah, Um, she started perking up toward the end. You know how she do, Uh, but I think it helped that they could mute those fucking mics. Um, And I think Biden actually coming came out really strong. But honestly, I think people have already had their minds made up, right? Um, And I think most of these debates aren't really, you know. Or more for political or media purposes. But um, it happened. Uh, did you have any thoughts on it? Yeah. Kind of leading into what you think actually I think what happened is like, um, well, there's not many. First off, unlike 2016, where there's a lot of undecided voters uh, at the end, there aren't a lot of undecided voters this year in 2020. And so mm. Imagine CN- that. <laughs> CNN and the other news organizations that specifically CNN had to go out and had to kind of go out of their way to find some undecided voters to poll for 
that debate and the ones they did pull it was like a like 55 45 split for biden who said biden won the debate mm. um but also that debate just because i think it didn't really you know the trump girls are going to stick with trump of course they thought he won the biden girls they thought he won and then, yeah because there's more biden girls of course more people said biden won so yeah but um, it's really interesting to think about this because and some of those undecided voters in quotation marks, some of them, I think, were like people just trying to get attention, like a black man who just wanted to be on TV. You talk about that TV. dude who said he was like that. Oh, yeah. That one who. Yeah. Who? It's like, how are you undecided, nigga? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was, was a wearing something red. I feel like he was like wearing a red. Yeah. He ended up saying, I'm going to go for Biden. I am going to go for Biden. Trade. Fuck trade. But you know how trade be. <laughs> So disappoint you every day. Disappointing us every day, trade. Okay, but actually, I would say another group disappoints me more, girl, and that's Uh the Latinos, girl. They 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 disappoint me more than trade, honestly. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) And let me tell you why, girl. Okay, so let's. Here's my theory on elections, on presidential elections. I think that really only two groups of voters actually swing elections and let me tell you why. There are two groups, and let me tell you what those two groups are. Oh, can I try and guess them or no? You can go ahead. Okay. Um black people. Yes. Yes. Nice. And who else? Lat- Latinos? No. Or no. Asians. N- no. They're the lowest voting turnout minority group oh, ever. Yeah, is Asians. the Asians. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they disappoint yeah. too. They don't disappoint as much as the Latinos <laughs> do. The Latinos definitely disappoint more, but the Asians because <laughs> they go low. for the right. Yeah, cuz uh, the, when the Asians vote, they do go they they go the right way more than the Latinos. Yeah. But and by right um, way, we mean the left. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. No, but there's literally, and I was telling, I actually told this white lady this, uh, some like earlier in the year, but pre-corona. Okay. Only black p- black people, both genders, and white women determine elections. Literally, mm-hmm. it's those two groups. It's black black people, both genders, and white women. And let me hmm. tell you why that is. Okay. Because speak on it, sis. Because what uh, Hispanics are not a monolith. They don't. They don't necessarily vote as a block. You got the like the Uncle Tom Hispanics, like <laughs> who want to be white. Um, the Cubans, and especially <laughs> yeah, the Cubans. Well, they they have. Let I mean, not, let, let me not just do no nationality. Let, let me leave. Yeah, that out. <laughs> yeah, but like the some of the Texas girls, some of the and who are actually probably Mexican and Central American to be honest some of them want to be white they're saying that a lot of but listen let me tell you why Hispanics historically don't move elections as much as people think one is because a lot of Hispanics don't live in states that are historically swing states so like California mm-hmm. which has the largest mm-hmm. number of Hispanics uh is not a swing state right yeah texas you know maybe a swing state this cycle is generally not a swing state Mm -hmm. but because hispanics one have lower voter turnout than black people do two are not don't go for democrats in the same numbers that black people do I I don't know if Texas is going to turn in this cycle. It may, but it's going to be a very slim margin. Mm. Um, and I in Florida, you know, you have the Cubans who are actually voting more Republican based on polling in 2020 versus even in 2016. So wow, yeah. So Joe Biden is underperforming with Florida Latinx people relative to Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton was up 
more with Hispanic people or Latinx people than Joe Biden is currently hmm. in Florida, in Florida. And the reason hmm. is, is because Trump has effectively used the socialism narrative that AOC and Ilhan Omar and Bernie are going to control Biden. And it scared the Miami Latinos. I'm, I'm going to call those girls Hispanic. The Miami Hispanics. You think that's just the Miami girls or yeah. just all of Florida? It's it's mainly in Miami and it's the, it's the Cubans and Venezuelans and Nicaraguans who are very- I would never think that like in a major city, because I always just, I didn't even think of like the right, right or conservative strongholds as being more suburban or country, but to think of Miami, the city as that kind of place. But it's weird though. By Miami is still going to vote Democratic overall because black the black, the black, pe- <laughs> right? The, because the black people, the white, the white Miami people, a lot of the white Miami people are more liberal than like in, in like other parts of Florida. The mm-hmm. black people, obviously, and then the non Cuban and non-Venezuelan Hispanics in Miami, like Puerto Ricans and other groups that live in Miami who are non-Cuban and non-Venezuelan, mm-hmm. they and non-Nicaraguan, they will go primarily for Democrats by big numbers. So that's why Miami Dade still almost always goes uh, for Democrats, even if the Cubans vote, you know, will lean red. And so... Mm. But yeah, but Trump is really effectively using using that socialism narrative against Biden of all people uh with that group and it's resonating and that's why he's underperforming. So 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 obviously and then like Arizona may be a state, but they're saying that the young Hispanic men born in Arizona, born in the US, that they are like split 50-50 between Biden and Trump. Nice. Yeah, girl. It's disappointing, disappointing. Um, although I'd actually think Biden is going to win Arizona for, I think that a Democrat is going to take Arizona for the first time since 1996 when Bill Clinton won it. Um, but generally the, the main swing states that really determine elections, Wisconsin, i.e. Milwaukee, uh, Michigan, i.e. Detroit and Pennsylvania, i.e. Philly and Pittsburgh. Those are, and then to some degree, like also Virginia, which has become a blue state and North Carolina, uh, which goes back and forth. That those are the states that really like Biden needs to win because if he wins those three states, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, it's done. And mm-hmm. and the other states are just a value add. But if he wins mm-hmm. those three states, primarily it's done. Now, if Biden wins Florida, it's also done. Once Biden wins Florida, mm-hmm. it, Trump there's there's really almost no path for Trump to win the election mm-hmm. without Florida. But I'm not counting on Florida. I never count on Florida. <laughs> I count on the states with more black people in them than hmm. than Hispanics because they're Trust not reliable. Us. Trust yeah. us. And why I say white women though too? Why I say white women too? Because white yeah. women are the white women are the swing voters. Okay, like when they talk about swing voters, it's not white men. White men almost always vote Republican seventy plus percent in big numbers for Republican. White women are the primary swing voters, and they will go with their gut feeling depending on oh well. Who's more trustworthy and who do we like more in this cycle? <laughs> and, you know, suburb, where my suburban soccer mom, white woman. And I, I like Bill Clinton in 96, but I like George Bush in 2000. Just Al Gore, there's something not about him. You know, they don't vote necessarily based on, <laughs> but the white women are leaning more. They were, and they voted for Trump. They voted net for Trump, 53%. They sure did. Even after that E News tape, even after all of that. Exactly. In 2016. Even after Stormy, all of that. Yeah. Or that Access Hollywood tape. Yeah. Why did that just not get them it was just like because they wow. hate it because white women hate other oh because they hated hillary yeah. they hate it yeah. white women hate other white women they do that's why i say <laughs> a white woman i don't think a white woman will ever be president i think we'll have a black woman or hispanic woman or latinx 
in AOC or Kamala before we have a white woman president. I don't think a white woman will ever be president. Well, I know it sounds yeah. terrible, but yeah, I but mean, not but, for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we like Lizzie Warren though. We like Elizabeth Warren though, right? Yeah. 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 But you know, but the thing is, so so the deal is, yeah. So I think white women they just didn't like Hillary and they broke for Trump. But now white women are definitely pro Biden in this cycle, and the polls haven't changed up until this last week. So I, I white women are going to probably they're just main swing voters, and they're probably going to break for Biden. And I think my prediction is is I do think that Biden will edge out in this election, and I think it will be the Midwest that brings him over the top, and <sighs> possibly. I think Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, um, Midwest slash Northeast. And then I think maybe there'll be a few surprises in there in other, in the Sun Belt, like in Arizona, maybe North Carolina and very, very marginally Florida, but maybe not Florida, but definitely Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan. I think they're going to put Biden over the top. I do. How crazy is it though, that you still just think he's going to edge out? Like not that he's going to overwhelmingly crush this, like, awful awful creature but he's just gonna edge it out like how if you really think about that it's whiteness that whiteness white <laughs> want it do white it? yeah want it do it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> girl because of white addicting it's addicting can't get enough of it because even though biden is ahead with white women he's mostly he's he's still i think with white women without college degrees i think he still is like just i think white women with college without college degrees are still breaking for trump slightly mm. I think what Biden is only leading with white women because he's leading by white women with college degrees by such a large margin that it overcomes his slight deficit with white women without college degrees. And then white men, I think Biden is actually leading with among white men with college degrees too, surprisingly. Mm. But white men without college degrees, Trump mm. is leading by this huge margin with them. So, but whiteness well, will do it. Whiteness will well, do it. You know, since we're talking about white women, let's talk about our new favorite white woman who just got elected to the Supreme Court or got, sorry, got nominated and approved to the Supreme Court, <laughs> yeah, I should yeah. say. Um, I guess I find, maybe I should get on board with it. Miss ACB, oh, Amy Coney Barrett. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, you come to the dark side, girl. girl ACB. I mean, at this point, she's here. She's she is not us. worthy of that, girl. But, um, you know, yeah. I mean, on Sunday, uh, there's a vote. That came down to fifty one forty eight. Um, the Republicans broke a Democratic filibuster. Um, we did have Susan Collins of Maine, who is in a very tight race um, against uh, Sarah Gideon, mm-hmm. the Democratic um, candidate for Senate, um, and Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, who initially voted against the procedure, but ultimately, once it got passed, she did vote to approve um, Amy Coney Barrett. So um, we don't have to spend too much time on this. <laughs> I don't even know. Should we spend? I don't want to spend I too mean, much time on this because we we just, knew it was going to happen. Um, we already told the girls that she had the votes. We told the girls that she would yeah. get the votes. And see, I was a little upset or ang- I was angry last night at the girls who acted so surprised and distraught and devastated because you girls knew she had the votes. Like, so why <laughs> girls don't don't get don't get upset, get mad, get angry, and do something about it. Like mm-hmm. neck, you know, the girls they just. We got to pack the courts, girl, or we got to find another way to. We got, we're going to so, find a way, girl. We're so find yeah, a way. I'm curious what you think is the way. But like, let's let's say why some of those girls are upset because what's on the table is um everything, everything. Yeah, <laughs> Obamacare, abortion rights, voting rights, the election. If it comes down to certain yeah, states and they yeah. get to rule, it goes to the Supreme Court to rule on whether ballots, certain ballots, can be counted. 
Um, and probably worth- even game like a couple of the justices, the the Republican ones, uh, they want to you know Alito and Clarence Thomas want to reevaluate Oberfegel and gay marriage. Already, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, I saw some marriages happening. Uh, <laughs> the shit is only five years old, and they want to overturn that shit, so yeah. they don't even respect their own precedent. Like, yeah. Um, and as we're saying that, she, like them, she's you know she is of the Federalist Society, uh, which is it's the Federalist Society for Law and Public Policy Studies, which basically this organization started in 1982 by Yale and Harvard, which I guess not that surprising, and U of Chicago to look at textualist and originalist interpretation, which basically means that they try and just look at the Constitution for what it exactly says, like what the words say on paper. They try not to think about the context. They also try and think about the <laughs> the original idea, what the founders had in mind, despite the fact that for, you know, Miss Amy Coney Barrett at that time would not have been able to vote herself <laughs> yeah, or have yeah. any... <laughs> Yeah. Would have not no even agency. considered her no agency. Couldn't uh, own a house those... back. She couldn't own a house back then. She uh-huh, couldn't own property. Uh-huh. But she cares about what they originally thought at the time. Couldn't um, vote. Yeah. And you know, remember at that time also many of us uh would have been considered slaves. Um many three of fifths a black person. Three-fifths three fifths a person, person in the census, yeah. So but we they love that people. Originalist thought. So but she joins Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh, um Gorsuch, Clarence Thomas, John Roberts, and Alito. So um good stuff. Good stuff. Fuck that bitch. Fuck her. So, Fuck her. but everyone's talking about the potential counter to this is for the Democrats to pack the courts, which they don't need. It's not, which you kind of, I talked about how like the Electoral College and we kind of talked about that being, you know, big, a big chain versus like packing the courts. And you kind of made the point that to pack the courts is something that Congress can do on its own versus yes. like having yes. to get the states to ratify and yes. do things. But, um, <sighs> I think someone made this point, which I think is true, is that I think they feel like they might lose this election. I mean, it's still, maybe we're just going to edge it out. But ultimately, I think they're banking on the fact that Democrats are too moderate to do this sort of thing. But I think this is one of those times when we need to be more progressive and imaginative. Because other than packing the courts, which essentially means that you know, the Democrats vote to add more seats to the Supreme Court and basically nominate more people. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. There's nothing. Our pending Miss Clarence Thomas takes her, you know, starts heading out a couple of those girls. But, uh, you know, RGB made it pretty long. So other than packing the course, I don't see any other solution well, yeah i don't think there's any other solution than to pack the courts and, and up the number of justices to 13 and like i mentioned uh i don't know if i mentioned it on the show or offline girl remind me but uh where they can they can add a number of justices without amending the constitution so mind yeah, you, you did say it on the show because when we're talking about the electoral college and stuff yeah. yeah so the electoral college that would need to be abolished by a constitutional amendment so what they would have to do is they would have to get either two-thirds of congress plus the president or they would have to get three-fourths of state legislatures to ratify it which would be nearly impossible with all these republican states and you know democrats in no way are going to get two-thirds of congress even if it is a huge turnout and a huge blue wave there's just no way so um, but yeah, they don't need to do all that. They just need to pass legislation with by a slim majority to add the number to add to the number of justices. And so they can add they can make it thirteen. They could do it now, overnight. They could do it overnight. Now it's worth saying that Biden hasn't counted this out as an option, our lovely moderate center right, you know, nominee. But so the fact that it's even on the table, but he hasn't committed to it either. 
Um, and you know so, that's a moderate girl generally for her not to rule it girl. for her not so, to yeah, rule so, that out. Yeah, that's kind of where I was trying to go. Is actually like yeah. surprising for her not to have ruled it out, and even because she was asked, I think about it at a couple of the debates. Um, so that's something. But first things first, we got to get her into the office. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, but, sorry, um, do you have something else, girl? Yeah, I just um one thing uh one thing I forgot to say in my prediction for the elections, okay? Oh yeah. Actually, it's not it's not just about who's gonna win. I wanted to give you all girls a clue as to figure out who's gonna win the election, okay? If we're at sixty we're about a, at about sixty nine million votes, early votes already, uh and about a hundred and forty million people voted uh last cycle in twenty sixteen, last presidential mm. cycle. Hmm. Look for we're at sixty nine million votes a week out. Okay, if we get to a hundred million early votes before election day, that will be a key indicator that Biden is going to win the election. Look for a hundred million. Look to see how many votes hmm. on November second, that Monday, how many people have early voted, and look to see if the number is at or close to a hundred million. Uh, that is a good indicator of voter enthusiasm and that Biden is going to win the election. And the reason being because Democrats are more people are voting Democrat have been more encouraged to vote. Exactly. Exactly. Mail in or early voting. Like the early voting is in most states is going to lean heavily Democratic. So even (laughs) because the Republican girls are trying to go in person and catch. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So just mind you, if you see 100 million early votes, we are in we are in for a, a great victory so check Girl. for that uh, five six five six days from now look and see what the early vote totals are can always look to you for that glimmer of hope that light in the sky bitch i mean Never we're already fail. like i said 68 69 million votes a week out we are not we we could definitely make it to 100 easy i think get it done, by get next it done. monday i think so now thinking about you know there's a lot of advertising going on and <laughs> trying to get those votes out, get those people, get people voting early. One of the ones that I think we even are guilty of retweeting quite a bit is the Lincoln Project. Yes. Um, some girls might not even know what the Lincoln Project is. Um, it is a super PAC, um, a.k.a. I don't know. How do you describe it? Like, kind of like a lobbying group? That's how you yeah, a super, super PAC. PAC can take unlimited funds from yeah. various donors to uh, to campaign on behalf yes. of candidates or causes yeah. without uh, any... Uh, the only law is that they can't coordinate with mm, a specific campaign, yeah. but they can work on behalf of that candidate or cause with, uh, uh, independently. They can't. AKA some shady political shit. It is. Um, from Citizens United, from the 2013 Supreme Court case, Citizens United, where they ruled that super PACs, that people can give unlimited money to super PACs. Yes. It's not the same one that kind of made corporations considered more Bingo. Like, people. Lovely. That's it. Yeah. Um, good old Supreme Court. Uh, yeah. yeah. Should have thought about that last election. Um, so yeah. this Lincoln, Lincoln Project specifically um, has been doing the work against Miss DJT. Um, I mean, they've been in the news because um, Ivanka and Jared just sued them for the New York the billboard in New York City that um, had the images of them with quotes from something that Jared Kushner did actually say about um, basically just care. I don't have that exact quote, but just not caring about the lives that have been lost. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, quote. what it was is when the when Vanity Fair had an expose saying that Jared Kushner had said that blue the blue states were just going to have to suffer. At the beginning of the crisis when New York was the center of the mm, COVID mm. pandemic in March and April. And Jared said, oh, well, the blue states, we're not going to do anything about it. The blue states just have to suffer. And they put that on a billboard in, in Times yeah. Square, in New York City, in Times Square. Um, so this is something that you want to talk about, girl. So 
what what's she what's what's the matter with the lincoln project what's up with it girl yeah what well i just i know those girls are still republican girls at the end of the day George, <laughs> is that what you needed George, like, i need to Rook, remind you girls <laughs> these are some gutter republican girls from back some dirty campaigners for george w bush back in the day yes mitt romney girls uh, some of these girls have posted about the confederate flag being like promoting it they have as you said supported george w every republic john mccain john mccain think, steve Stephen smith he ran he ran uh john mccain's 20, 2008 he, campaign he gave us sarah palin he is the reason why john mccain <laughs> yeah, chose sarah yeah. palin um and of course we know about george conway aka kellyanne conway who just stepped down for the trump administration her husband and who previously had worked with the trump administration yes. who was up for being solicitor general so up for a role that you know trump would appoint him to <laughs> maybe that's why he left <laughs> he didn't get it yeah. um so but yeah girl you just out there to remind the girls not to trust these because i'm yeah. i have wondered what's going to happen once um who where are they going to i mean we know if Miss DJT, if COVID never takes her out, Miss DJT is still going to be around. Yeah. But yeah. what are these girls going to do? Post she may be locked ends? up, but she's, she might still, she she probably won't be locked up, but she will still no, be around. She's not yet. So, but here's the deal, I think, with these girls, with these Lincoln Project girls. So one thing, I do admire some of their tactics. So they have the, the one billboard with Jared and his quotation. Then they have another with Jared and Ivanka where they, what they have their hands out and it says yeah, like two, 200, 225,000 deaths or three, they just have the numbers 225,000. And then Ivanka in one hand, in the other hand, she has 33,000 for the number of New Yorkers who died. And, um, I admire their gutter tactics. They're taking those GOP playbook <laughs> gutter tactics. Gutter girls recognize gutter yes. girls. <laughs> and all I want is we can't trust these girls. Those girls are going to go right back to the, where they came from to the GOP mm-hmm. after this election. But I will say this. We need to learn from their tactics mm-hmm. and take. They make amazing ads, gutter ads. They they really go in, and we need to steal their tactics as mm-hmm. Democrats, as liberals, and progressives like you, and and use them against the Republican girls in the future. Like let's mm-hmm. learn from them and not be above the road, go high mm-hmm. type of girls because that shit doesn't work for us. So hasn't. But I will say this: I basically based on some of their. Uh, their billboards and whatnot. I did create a new, um, uh, new nicknames for Ivanka and Jared. Uh, Ivanka's <laughs> COVID Barbie and Jared is COVID Ken. So I, I've been hashtagging COVID Ken, COVID Barbie. <laughs> start on, the trend. <laughs> yeah, to try to start the trend on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, well, uh, speaking so of Instagram, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. about to say, I was like, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, girl, we gave y'all some good political tea. Obviously, we know the elections around the corner. Um, and somehow what happened with our instagram girl what happened about yeah Korea? yeah they fucked us <laughs> over bitch we got um, in trouble y'all we got in trouble for some <laughs> dumb shit so one thing okay so you know how like what happened was what ice cube was being complicit with the trump campaign or whatever like trying to be on that tip a little bit and then what happened was is that eric trump son of donald j trump djt tried to tweet a photoshopped image of Ice Cube and 50 Cent in Trump hats from a meeting that 50 Cent and Ice Cube had some years back. But they weren't, mm-hmm. it was, they weren't really in Trump hats. They superimposed Trump hats over whatever mm-hmm. hats they had on. And so Eric, Eric Trump, uh, tweeted this photoshopped picture and then Ice Cube retweeted it with nigga please. Like mm-hmm. to Eric mm-hmm. Trump, like nigga, please, right? Mm. So what Amazing. I did, I put it in our, I put it in our stories, and I said, "LOL, there's a lot going on here." That's all I said, 
and Instagram flagged it as like, this is false information. You guys are disseminating false information. They put a little flag on it. So when the girls tried to click on it, it had the little warning in front of it. Right. So that was one mm-hmm. strike against us. But I was just trying to say that this was like this whole like stream of bullshit was like all interesting. Like mm-hmm. the Eric mm-hmm. Trump part, the, the Photoshop and the lying, the two like complicit trade, got it. all of it. Right. Mm-hmm. so then and then the second thing i tweeted or i didn't tweet i'm sorry instagram the second thing i put in our stories is rihanna on rihanna's page she had an nsars post hashtag nsars in nigeria which we've uh which i don't know have we, which talked we, about? Have, we actually haven't talked about okay which we won't, unfortunately there's just too much going on but yeah, sars yeah. is the as a like i can't remember it's like a special a, a kind of law enforcement that has been corrupt and is known for murdering raping yes yeah women lgbt people and that there's a huge movement right now happening in nigeria it's actually what i want to put in thoughts and prayers but there's just it's just too much right going on yeah it's like yeah. a special anti-robbery and anti-corruption mm-hmm. unit in nigeria yes. but they're actually the corrupt <laughs> that ones. turns out to be corrupt <laughs> they're corrupt yeah so anyway so they so when i she put a bloody nigerian flag on her thing so i re i reposted in our stories and that got flagged as false information somehow and so now they've lowered our <laughs> algorithm. So like all a bunch of you girls who follow us on Instagram are all of a sudden we only we used to have like thirty plus girls see a story and then now it's down to like two or yeah. four or so six. So if y'all aren't seeing some stuff, girls, check out the profile. We're still doing stuff. We just yeah. ran it. In IG jail for a little bit. Hopefully yeah. for a little bit. Hopefully for a little bit. Look at our we're we're doing more permanent posts too because of that. And I think yeah. So just, yeah, check out, go actively go to our Instagram page to support <laughs> us, to try to get us out of Instagram jail. Uh, but Fuck also, Mark Zuckerberg. Fuck Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> fuck him. So we'll figure something out. But, um, you know, thinking about being active. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it a lot at the top of the show, but I think it's a great thing just to check three people that, especially three people who are in battleground states, check to see if they have their voting plan. That's yes. I think AOC has been kind of encourage people to say it's not just say have you voted but do you have a voting plan because it gets people to think about how they plan to actually do it so i'm gonna ask y'all girls do y'all have y'all voting plan whether it's mail it you're gonna still mail it in um you know check the postmarks um whether you're gonna go in person whether you're gonna go early um i think what's the website is it how to i want the exact website where you can learn i, I will i will vote.com i will, dot com. I will vote dot com. yeah great um so you know we've talked a bit about what's at stake <laughs> what we've already lost but what we can still do to you know really save our democracy because i think you tried to hammer it home last week but girls this is this is it i'm not saying we're going into show after this and nothing like that like it's the end of the world but it'll four more years is not it it'll be some tea girls yeah it um, will it will we want it won't she won't <laughs> she's already not the same she definitely not gonna be <laughs> yeah, the same she after. definitely won't be the same <laughs> Oh man. So, but, um, anything else, girl? We ready to wrap this girl up? Yeah. Well, yeah. Just really look to those Senate races. I know we didn't, uh, but really look to those Senate races. Arizona, Maine, South Carolina, Michigan, my home state, Gary Peters versus. You know, a, a coon black man, John James. Yeah, that one's really interesting. So yeah. you say he's kind of a Republican girl. Is that right? He, kind of. He is a Republican girl. Oh, he girl. is? I, so I, and I hate to be this way, but of course I looked up his family girl. Did yeah. You, 
Yes, of course. She, he looks real similar to an attorney general. Um, from <laughs> yeah, yeah. His he's choices. A li- <laughs> yeah. He's a little better looking than that Uncle Tom in Kentucky. I will say that he's a little more fine than him because that nigga is. Oh, I wasn't even fine. talking about that in terms but of. The, a basic white bitch. Yeah. Choices. That he's with. His basic white <laughs> Becky wife. Um, oh, I will man. say, I think the one in Kentucky has a better looking Becky wife than the one up here. That This bitch is so basic. That he's married mm-hmm. to. He's actually a good looking black man and he's married to this basic Becky. Um, yeah. and with these, but he's got these chapped lips and no black woman probably won't be bothered with him. <laughs> um, um, but a, but a black man to get behind who I've been donating a lot to is Jamie Harrison. Yes. He's in a race in South Carolina against Lady G, aka Lindsey, um, Graham. Graham. Anyway, whatever that guy's yes, name. Yes, Lindsey Graham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jamie Harrison, who is really in a really good tight race. I don't think there's ever, has, I don't know. Has there ever been a black? senator from probably South- in probably only in, oh there's a black one now a black republican uncle tom one. Oh, um, oh that one queen sorry. what's her name I oh that queen's tim name. scott tim scott yeah but oh. there's a so oddly enough there's a black one now but this will be like probably the uh, yeah sorry a real a democrat a real <laughs> a, like a real black person yeah, yeah um but yeah the big races to be looking at south carolina you, you talked about michigan um maine with sarah collins susan collins against sarah gideon um arizona is going to be a big one to watch um, yeah, I think we might. That Arizona one is looking good. I think Arizona. That's why I think Biden is going to win in Arizona. And mm-hmm. I think Mark Kelly, Captain Mark Kelly, the astronaut who's married mm-hmm. to Gabby Giffords, the former congresswoman who got oh, shot. Oh, I love I, that. Yeah, I think he. I actually think he's going to win that one. I think Biden is going to win Arizona too. Yeah. I think people are going to go all down ballot Democrat. So you think we're going to flip the Senate? Uh, yes, I do. That was some real hesitation. <laughs> By a very small, <laughs> so I long. do, I do actually, I do. I do. You ain't got a lot of very the girls. small margin. Just don't get your hopes up, girls. Maybe that one is maybe. a little more nebulous than the White House. I do think Joe okay. Biden's one. That one's a little more right. nebulous, but I, I do oh, by a God. small margin. Yeah. But I feel like if we don't flip the Senate, ugh, all right, you know, yeah, that's gonna I be don't want to think up. about it. We, let's not talk about that yet. All right, so um, real quick, I mentioned at the top of the show, but yeah, girls, look at these voter guys because like one of the things that's on the ballot for California is Proposition Twenty Two about gig workers, so people who drive for Uber, people who are delivering meals like Postmates, um, Uber Eats, um, a lot of those. Lyft, Uber have been putting a lot of money with with the actual drivers and stuff saying how much I love being freelance. I love not having benefits. It's like, do you really? Like, no. These companies have so much money and they definitely aren't could be giving these um, gig workers the benefits. They have no types of support and the thing is they're doing this proposition to so that they can have more freedom to not have to treat these people like real employees and have to take care of them. Don't vote yes on Proposition 22. Vote no. So, yeah, um, y'all, y'all California girls in those propositions, y'all always it'd be girl, life or death. Be a lot it'd of always them, be bitch. life. Y'all don't have propositions like that, bitch. We we have, not as many as y'all have. Oh, though. girl, I had like ten to read through, bitch. <laughs> yeah, 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 girl, it'd be sick. Those people be sneak because we're such a big state too, and you know we got sil- between Hollywood and Silicon Valley, and it's there's a lot going on in the propositions. So, yeah. <laughs> um, last thing, thoughts and prayers. Um. 27-year-old Walter Wallace. Um, this happened on Monday, so yesterday for us when we're recording. Um, there was a video. I actually watched it. This is in home, my home city of Philadelphia. Um, he was a young black man who, with um, mental health issues, as his mom said, was brandishing a knife when he confronted police officers. Um, and the police officers had been called, I guess, to because they're supposed oh, to help girl. with his mental health. Heck so they were know. called. 
And um, with some distance, he was branching the knife toward them. They had their guns drawn, as they always do when it's a black person. And they shot 10-plus bullets into him, putting him down immediately, right in front of a crowd of onlookers and his mom, who went on to scream out after he died and fell to the pavement. Um, and he wasn't even close to the cops, girl. There was a lot of distance between. He him wasn't and the close. Cops. They didn't yeah. even try and use tasers. It's like they did not. Y'all are poli- y'all to always go on and on about how dangerous we're. Like then fucking try be. That's your. No one asked you to be a police officer. No one asked you to take this job. No one right, asked you to be in danger. Right. So if you're gonna do it, bitch, yeah, your life is on the line. But that's the job you chose. Find a way to de-escalate the situation. Not having a gun drawn, especially in this moment. Or take that fucking knife cut and deal with it. Like, I don't know what to tell you. But to kill that man, to shoot him 10 plus times in front of his goddamn mama. Ooh. Ooh. Um, oh, my gosh. And um, Philly did what it fucking needed to do, bitch. I'm sure some of y'all might just look up Philly protest. Look up Philly. It started last night. It'll be happening tonight, Tuesday when we're recording. It'll probably happen up to the election. The National Guard is being called to Philly because they got the fucking police officers running for their lives and they're already burning police cars. They might burn a police station. Who knows? That's probably what the National Guard is trying to get there in time. But this is... Um, in two snaps lot. if they do. Two snaps if they do. Okay? <laughs> yes. You, 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 you love to see a police station get burned out. I do. Like, I, do uh, like, I do like to see that? a police Minneapolis? station get burned down. I that love where it. It, got it was in Minneapolis. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. to see a police station get burned down. So. I hate the police, girl. I, you don't understand. Because <laughs> I'm not even like... You you're more way more leftist progressive girl than me. I'm more of a like liberal like right, but I hate the pol- I think I hate the police more than you do. I hate the police, but we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about it. Oh, uh, will we? <laughs> okay. I hate you know I hate uh, the police. Yeah. Yes, you that definitely your left your your revolution that turns up burning that, things down. You burned that, down a police station on the police. I'm very leftist. <laughs> Ooh, on maybe that. let's not. All right, our. Uh, Let's not put that too much on record. Uh, yeah, 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 you'll do yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, oh, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't burn them down, but I like to see them get burned down. You know, I, like there we go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. There we go. I'll edit it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, but girl, lift us up. Well, actually, I can lift us up a little bit with yeah. some two snaps. Um, for we talked a little bit about the debate, Miss Kristen Welker. Speaking of Philly, Philly black woman, NBC News um, correspondent, um, news anchor, has done amazing work. She showed fucking Chris Wallace and all those other um, debate moderators how to do it, how to manage two old white men, how to manage Miss DJT. She did that. Um, so did. two snaps from Miss Kristen Walker. Yeah, yeah, girl. And I have two snaps too for Nicole Wallace, another white, uh, actually a white woman on MSNBC, and Claire McCaskill, the former senator from Missouri, who's a contributor on MSNBC. They both went in reading columnist Peggy Noonan, Republican columnist. Peggy Noonan from the Wall Street Journal talking about her like a fucking dog, right? But they need white women need to go in on each other. Like that is because what Peggy why Noonan talk, did. Why were they going? Okay. They went in on her because she called Kamala Harris insubstantial, frivolous, and embarrassing for coming out on stage in Florida in in the rain in Jacksonville, Florida, and dancing to a Mary J. Blige song. You know, at the start of a rally to get the people to get the crowd, you know, worked up. And they and, and she said that's embarrassing and frivolous and just insubstantial. But the white bitch didn't say shit about DJT doing his little whatever that dance was to YMCA. Um and so it's just a double standard. She just showed herself, showed her white woman ass. And these two other white women, Nicole Wallace and Claire McCasco, they read the fuck out of her, watched the video on Twitter, they did a great job because that's we need white people to read each other. I'm tired of reading a white bitch. I'm tired of it. Let the white <laughs> And don't do pay it. the bills, it sh- or it doesn't pay it right now. Maybe one yeah, day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. 
Well, girls, that's our show. <laughs> Follow us on social media until <laughs> we get until we get banned. Until we get banned. Um, uh, we've already said enough about it. Vote, donate, protest, vote, vote. Um, rate us and review us on the preferred podcast platform of your choice. I hope y'all stay safe, healthy, and saved out there. I'm gonna let y'all know now. Next week's episode, we actually will be recording it on the Wednesday to give some time to um see where things go um so don't text me don't call where the show at bitch don't, yeah girl i'm letting y'all hoes know now it's gonna be late okay <laughs> yeah you dumb bitches so. should know that it's gonna be late anyway after we need to get the results in a little bit or try to yeah figure we something th- out right like yeah we felt like that was the best way to do it um so yeah yeah um so with that mr Roll, do you have a final word yeah girls vote early right you got it we got like six days left vote early like you know try not because you don't even know something could take you out between now and next week (laughs) now and next tuesday like vote early bitches like go in go into the place to the early voting center or put that ballot in the ballot drop box not the mail not the mail the specific the specific ballot drop box for your precinct or your voting and location. on your like on your um on what they send you they should or you can also look it up online it could tell you what are where the actual drop-off spots are so don't i will just, vote i will vote.com will tell you i will yeah. vote.com there are some out there that are masquerading as ballots <laughs> so don't just put it in any box that you say oh ballots here don't do that no. yeah look that shit up first okay all right all right early all girls right. bye